TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. That clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here. On TuneIn, go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only twenty-five dollars a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile, get four iPhone 15s on us, and four lines for twenty-five bucks per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Sports Radio 610 presents The Drive with Sterner and Hughley. With the biggest stories of the day, it's the Big Three at Three. Number one. All right, big big story here as a big week right here on the station, uh, especially uh, in the mornings on Payne and Pendergast. As earlier this week, they had Nick Casario on. Today, Cal and Hannah McNair, they were on with them, as well as uh, with In the Loop earlier today. If you missed that, go to the, uh, go to the uh, Odyssey app. You could hear that. They were there at 945, the final segment of Payne and Pendergast, and then the very first segment. Uh, of in the loop, so go to that and check that out if you want to hear them in full. But they spoke on a lot of things, Clint. There was one thing in particular I think a lot of people wanted to know, uh, and and I know uh, Landry and Lopez talked to the McNairs about what's different about Casario. What what is it about Casario? He is now someone that a lot of people have talked about on the hot seat, as he said himself. Time is ticking. This was the answer and the response from the McNairs. Nick had been on our search list before those guys mm-hmm. were here. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, and that, that came from um, many years ago Many years ago, when Dad and I were doing a search. And, you know, we had a search firm, and they did a lot of research. And Nick was right there at the top of that list. But but because of all the rules and the contracts, he was he was unavailable. Mm-hmm. And, and uh, so he had been a guy that I had been watching in um, – for years, right. So, um, when Nick was available, I mean, it wasn't one of those things where, I mean, you're obviously interviewing him, but his talent and what he's known for is well known among the league. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, when you could go get him, you go get him. Yeah. yeah. And when Carolina actually put in the request yeah. to interview him, and and when I saw that that was accepted, mm-hmm. then I said. Hold on. Yeah, we got to get in on this. It's a game changer. Yeah, we got to get in on this. So, and and then um, Carolina, when they hired their coach, they took their airplane to uh, to uh, Waco Mm -hmm. and picked him up and took him back home to Carolina. So I knew we had to act, you know, fast if that's something we wanted to do. And we were, I was prepared to do it from uh, previous searches and also what we had worked on that year. And then speaking to now, I mean, why is he still here? You just asked that. Yeah. Um, I would say look at where we are. I mean, we've got draft capital, cap space. Um, we've got young great players. young players. Yeah, you, you said it earlier. And, I mean, that, that speaks to Nick. Yeah. So, I mean, you could say what you want about the coaching searches and whatnot. But, I mean, when you look at that. Mm-hmm. All right, that's uh, that's Cal and Hannah. And really that in the end part, Clint, 
is them saying why he's still here, and they they named the the cap space, uh, uh, the draft compensation, and they, as they said, you say what you will about the coaching search, but it seems like those are the reasons why they uh, they they've continued to roll with Nick Casario as their GM. Yeah, look, and and I understand they're sticking with their guy. Um, I'm not as convinced that those things, just like when when he was hired, I I, I mean. There were a lot of folks that were just awfully impressed with the, the Super Bowl trophies that, uh, that that Belichick won and and Nick was under him at that point in time, and and those were that was, those were one of several reasons why. Um, I just don't get real excited. Like the draft capital stuff doesn't get me real excited about Nick Casario. Time was going to pass over two years. You were going to yeah. get your first round draft picks back. Moving to Sean Watson. I, we've never seen that, so I don't know how great of a great of a, a job that was or wasn't. Um, but get him getting three first round picks for Deshaun Watson. When I look at that, that that's you don't think those two moves. I don't I look at that and go, "Oh my God, he handled that great." I mean, what what I mean, Denver Denver gave, gave up gave up uh, two Ru- first Russell round Wilson picks and, and, and multiple other picks, right? So I mean, it was I, I just. I mean, great job. I greatly appreciate it and, and salute my man. And understanding but, the circumstances that yeah, surrounded Deshaun in yeah, the trade. Yeah, right? I get it. I get it. I, I just, I, I don't, I don't, I mean. For oh, you, you don't think it, 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 like only 5% of people could make those decisions, those moves. No, yeah, I, I don't, I, there's, there's, I, I don't think, like I look at the salary cap stuff. Good job. It had to be done. Uh, ultimately, you knew you had roughly two years to do it because the draft capital was all screwed up and it was going to be two years before you had a first round draft pick. Like a good a, a good uh, contract department, a good a good cap. a good cap guy, um, a good financial guy in the business, I, I would think would would be able to navigate those things alongside a general manager. So, again, not minimizing it, good job, um, but but I, I'm not I'm not going to stand here and 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 beat my chest about Nick Casario uh, relative to the fact that you got some cap space. Uh, the fact that you've you've weeded out some bad apples, uh, and and the fact that you got some you know you got out of the Deshaun Watson deal, and you got some draft capital right now. Good job, appreciate it. The team's in a good spot, but I, I yeah I wouldn't yeah yeah we'll see how it works. I mean Nick's got to do like I, all of that stuff doesn't just just like all of a sudden you turn a blind eye to the the coaching searches yeah and- like you can't minimize that aspect of it and then highlight. Those those two things, in my opinion. So, I, look, I, I think they're, I, I get it. They're sticking with their guy. Um, I, I think the future's bright. I think I think this is the best job available right now for head coaches in 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 uh, in, in the NFL. I, I really do. Um, I don't think that you know when you got other teams that are hamstrung by monster contracts with quarterbacks that are that are suspect for one reason or another. Uh, those are scary spots for a head coach to 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 a, like go in there and try to do, try to try to. Make chicken salad out of chicken crap, if you know what I mean. And um, it, it's just so I, I think it's a great situation. I, I, I'm cool with Nick, you know, being the guy. Um, I'm just not. My point is, is I'm just not as quick to dismiss. No, it, it's hard. the whole package. It's hard to just like for me those two things that you name: how he handled the Deshaun trade and how the cap has has gotten leveled out. Those are those are not two things to me that just overrides. All of the other stuff that we can rattle off, the coaching searches, the uh, the contracts with that he's decided to give to to players like Brandon Cooks, uh, the leaders that he's put in place as the guys that's supposed to set the culture. Yeah. 
that have quit on the team and want no parts of it. Yeah, it's hard you to know, turn a blind eye to that stuff. guys like Shaq Lawson that he's let roll through, uh, Rasul Douglas, who he's let through, that are starting on other playoff level teams. Like, like let's just like let's let's kind of it's your guy. Let's hope it works out. But I don't know if you could just say Ooh, those two things overweigh all of the other stuff. Big three and three, number two. Uh, here it is, the uh, Philadelphia Eagles. They're two coordinators who are uh, high in demand, guys that are interviewing multiple teams. Uh, They're going to be interviewing in the next couple of days here with the Texans. First up, Shane Steichen, the offensive coordinator for the Eagles. He is interviewing today, um, and, and we'll get word when that ends. That'll be the second interview. They'll be getting the offensive guys up first. Ben Johnson yesterday, the OC for the Lions, and Shane Steichen today. And then Jonathan Gannon's going to be on deck later on. Uh, on the weekend, those two are going to get interviewed today. And Clint, these are th- these are interesting ones, and I think I think these are even like I said, Ben Johnson is a guy I think that that has a realistic chance. I would even put these two guys above both of them. Uh, obviously, we know they have a, a, a positive feel about Jonathan Gannon, who I think he was probably second uh, to Lovey Smith last year, or, or probably well third behind. Josh McCown, Lovey Smith, I think he was right there. So they, they obviously like him. And then Shane Steichen, uh, an offensive mind, what he's done with Jalen Hurts. Clint, you saw Jalen Hurts in college in between the time him leaving Alabama, going to, to Oklahoma, getting into the league, and now him to an MVP candidate. I don't even think anybody who saw him every day thought it would happen this quickly. So he gets a lot of credit for that and has been a big impact on Jalen Hurts. So those two seems very, very like realistic candidates that you wouldn't be surprised at all if they got the job. I wouldn't. I, I like both of them. I really like Shane Steichen having, having worked with Phillip Rivers and Justin Herbert and now Jalen Hurts in and around that system. I don't know what he was responsible for or not responsible for. Um, you know, I still don't know even in Philly, like to what degree uh, he's responsible for the success, but ultimately being around it, uh, believing in it, um, having having real time, uh, you know, sweat equity in in working with and having success and building an offense around totally different styles of quarterbacks, I, I think is is absolutely um, you know head coach candidate type of stuff. Yeah, um, I love the fact that he's offensive minded. Obviously, I don't know if I've said that a time or two, but but I, I do. Um, now it's all is like, is this dude an alpha? Is this dude a, a, a real head coach or is he a schemer? And and that's that's what Nick and, and Cal got to ultimately decide. Uh, you know, when you look at Gannon, you, he's a guy they've already interviewed. Yeah. Uh, they'll go through the process again, but I would imagine that they're pretty, they're they're they, they got a pretty good understanding of who he is and what he brings to the table. And and so, you know, I, I think it's a big part of maybe Gannon seeing a new a new look Texans front office, uh, a new look Texans way of doing things. I would think with with uh, some faces having been um, taken out of the mix here in Houston, and so. Uh, Both of those guys, I think, are quality head coach candidates. Yes, sir. It's a wonder of, all right, if they were the coaches, and I'm sure this is a part of their plan, like who are you, of the opposite side of the ball, who are you bringing? And there's a thought, like, if if, if it's Jonathan Gannon, maybe he continues with this offense. They've got got, uh, guys over there, (laughs) including the the quarterback coach there. And then it's a thought of Shane Steichen, who, who, what kind of defense are you running? Is it somebody off of Gannon's staff, like, that is the other thought of who is the running mate on the other side of the ball for you. Yeah, that's a big part of it. I, I think, I, to me, again, 
Um, I, I'm, I'm, I'm curious, to, like if Shane Steichen comes, is, is Brian Johnson coming with him? I just saw where Brian Johnson is, is a candidate um, to, to, to potentially be interviewed for the Jets, New York Jets offensive coordinator position. Um, so obviously now you got Brian Johnson who is is looking to take the next step from quarterback coach to offensive coordinator in the NFL if he's going to do that. Um, I would think he would be more comfortable going where there's a clean slate, going where they can pick the quarterback, going with Shane Steichen or, or Gannon, uh, whichever Philadelphia Eagles coach comes here to Houston, if they do indeed. So I think that whole package of Brian Johnson, Shane Steichen, and and uh, and Jonathan Gannon, I think two of those three, the way you slice it, I think would be would, are, are ultimately really really solid candidates. Yeah. Big three at three, number three. All right, Clint. As we get prepared for the postseason, the playoffs starts tomorrow, baby. Three games tomorrow, three games Sunday, and another game on Monday. Am I making that up? Or is it two games two Saturday? Two, two games two Saturday. tomorrow. Sorry. Two games tomorrow, three games Sunday, and then one game on Monday. Got my got my Saturday and Sundays mixed up there. This thing is going to be marred by major players' injuries. Major player injuries. We know that Lamar Jackson, he updated in in in, in the words of or in the ways of Lance McCullers Jr. himself. He is going to be out. He's already been ruled out for this game against the Bengals. We know that um, we know that Tua, the quarterback for the Dolphins, he's going to be out of this game. And Skylar Thompson is starting against the Bills. And then the latest, Clint. Oh my God! I mean, he may he may get fired right now. He may even make <laughs> the trip. Brandon Staley, Mike Williams, he clearly changes the Chargers' offense clearly changes the Chargers off. We watched it all year. He had an ankle issue all year long, and when they got him back, you saw a difference. He's the big play, down-the-field threat. Just go get balls for uh, for Justin Herbert. He is out two to three weeks with a fractured back because they played him last week in a game against the Denver Broncos in which they could not improve or or lose any kind of action and seeding. They knew they were going to be the five seed going into the game they played, and he started playing his starters, and Mike Williams injured his back, and he is not playing in the game against the Jacksonville Jaguars on, which, on Saturday. Which, for me, this is the more interesting game on Saturday. you got 49ers, Seahawks, in-division opponents. I think the 49ers run away with that one. Um, I, I think that the Chargers-Jaguars game is, is – is the game to watch on Saturday, and and obviously you got Justin Herbert. This is his first playoff action, isn't it? Yeah, this is his first one. I mean, you thought th- this felt like the game that was going to be the competitive. One. Yeah, yeah. No, look, I, I, I mean, without Mike Williams, I think it hurts them obviously. But they they've got a lot of dudes. Um, not not anybody like Mike Williams, but they got some dudes that can that can pull the weight. Uh, with the Chargers, obviously they got they got plenty of targets for Justin Herbert. Um, that hurts, no doubt about it. Uh, the Jacksonville Jaguars, Doug Peterson. And and uh, Trevor Lawrence, man, I, that that's a fascinating story. How one first year they're in the playoffs, the stories go that that when they were I don't know a three win football team, three and seven or three and something something like that. Doug Peterson said, "Hey, this is going to come down to week eighteen. Y'all just keep plugging." It came down to week eighteen. They get in the playoffs. They're a dangerous, dangerous team right now. They're playing on house money. It's year one with Doug Peterson. I think that's the game to watch on Saturday, man. Trevor Lawrence in the playoffs. This is something I'm afraid we're going to get used to. And I say also why this is a big game to watch locally. If you are one who is like myself, Clint Tyler, John Lopez, that says, God, if they can get their hands on Sean Payton. Oh, yeah. You want the Chargers to win. 
you want the Chargers to win. Because if Brandon Staley and the Chargers lose at Jacksonville off of this mess, yeah, and they got a chance to get Sean Payton, like there's like you might as well just stop. Sean Payton, Justin Herbert, Keenan Allen, Mike Williams, Austin Eckler. Yep. That defense they ever got set up right now. Sean Payton, that's the job. LA yeah. where he's living right now, that's the job for him to go I, I, to. I agree. I read earlier like, where would you, do you think he'd take that over the Cowboys? No, no chance. Really? No chance. No chance. I, I read earlier where Arizona is the Arizona was the kind of odds on favorite, but I, I I agree with you. I think if the Chargers come open, I think that would be a destination for him. But yeah, really? I, I don't think anything even even in his mind, Dallas is where it's at. Really? I know oh, he yeah. still has a home in, in, in but he has a home in LA as well. All right, coming up, Patty Smith, she's gonna join us. Uh, 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 coming up in the next segment to talk about one of the greatest nights in sports here in Houston, the Houston Sports Awards, and this amazing deal. They're doing it again, the golden ticket, benefiting Brothers in Arms. You do not want to miss all the info on that. Patty Smith, our friend, is going to join us coming up. But before that, there is a, a decision that needs to be made Monday that can really, really, really impact the Texans in a major way. We'll discuss that next. Sports Radio 610 presents The Drive with Sterner and Hughley. Tune in is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. That clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. Yes, and even podcasts. Whatever you love. Hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. After investing billions to light up our network, T-Mobile is America's largest 5G network. Plus, right now, you can switch, keep your phone, and we'll pay it off up to $800. See how you can save on every plan versus Verizon and AT&T at T-Mobile.com slash across America. Up to four lines via virtual prepaid card. Allowed 15 days. Qualifying unlocked device. Credit service ported. 90 plus days with device and eligible carrier and timely redemption required. Card has no cash access and expires in six months. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. And Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Will Levis, he's in the draft. He didn't even play in the bowl game because he's ready to go. And then C.J. Stroud at Ohio State. Like Those are the three quarterbacks. And then the, the performance that C.J. Stroud put on against Georgia – like you definitively said, this has made him at least number two, and I think there are going to be some serious arguments of people him jumping him over Bryce because of the size. But Clint, CJ has not declared for the draft yet, and CJ Stroud has until Monday to declare for the NFL draft, or he is going to stay back in uh, in college at Ohio State. That is a, a, a huge development. For the draft and for the Texans, especially now since old, our guy old Lovey said, hey, baby, let's go for two and win this sucker. <laughs> oh, like, like Now we thought this was a, a, a three-quarterback draft. This could be a two. And I don't think Will Levis is is one that is thought to be up there with those two guys. So this, this is a huge, huge deal. Layers on layers, man. 
Um, you know, is C.J. Stroud really considering going back to college? I don't think it's as far-fetched as a lot of people do. I don't either. Um, when you watch the way that he ended the season, that was a version of C.J. Stroud that we've never seen. Um, if he goes back to school and puts together a season of that, um, I, I'm not saying that he he can go any higher because he's probably going to go top five anyway. Um, but when you talk about developing, uh, when you talk about playing and developing along the way at an amateur level, um, now now you can make a boatload of money. Why while, while you do that, you can have an opportunity to go back and win a national title. Um, you, you can put yourself in a position when you do come out to be um, a lot a lot more polished and, and, and a lot lot more highly thought of than you are right now. It wouldn't shock me if C.J. Stroud decided to go back to Ohio State. Now, I don't think it's going to happen, um, but it, it wouldn't shock me. that There's that layer of is Ohio State throwing a boatload of money at him to come back? Because I think one of the biggest stories in college football was what did Ohio State, what were they going to do at quarterback? Yeah. What is Georgia going to do at quarterback, right? I mean – you, you've got some. You got some big boy. What's Alabama going to do at quarterback? Right. If all these guys leave, what are they going to do at quarterback? So, um, it wouldn't surprise me at all if Ohio State's not putting a, a full court press on C.J. Stroud um, from a money perspective. That changes the game. Absolutely. NIL changes the game because, I mean, listen. I'm, I'm I'm sure there have been guys, Clint, that probably wanted to stay in college. Yeah. Like wanted to get the comfort, weren't ready for that. But you know, man. And this is NFL, any other sports, but NFL especially, man. If you're a first round pick, you can do nothing but hurt yourself going back. Yeah. At, at times, and you you can only just drop your uh, drop how people feel about you. So most people just go at that point. Yeah. But now, for, for the financial reasons, now with NIL and the ability of these guys to make money, and you would think a guy like C.J. Stroud at Ohio State, the ability amount of the amount of yeah. money he could make. You know, if he wants to, if he wants to stay there, it's just, some people just like college life. Some people are not ready yeah. to roll. Yeah, well, I mean, again, you go back. Now, I think the, the smart financial decision when you're right. when you're at the very least the number two or at the very, let's say the very the worst case scenario, number three quarterback and a top ten draft pick, you're still going to make a boatload of money. But don't forget that you go back to college, say they put a million, two million on the table for him, and he's got a, a insur- an insurance policy that covers him for, for another several million dollars. Um, it's it's not as foolish, I guess, for a lack of better terms, for a guy to go back to college and, and decide to forego a, a top ten overall draft pick. And another layer here is 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 there something with the Bears and the Colts being rumored to go to one, the yeah. Texans being at two? Is this one of those where he doesn't want to play for one of the teams at the top? I, I don't know. I'm not saying he does or doesn't. I'm just saying these are layers to the conversation about C.J. Stroud that I think are, are – are very, very interesting. The reality of it is if C.J. Stroud goes back to school, the number one spot the Texans once held in the draft, the number one overall draft pick, becomes even more valuable than it once was because you got – I don't know. I believe that Bryce Young is the best quarterback any way you slice it. But now you take who I believe is the the, by far and away the number two quarterback, C.J. Stroud, out of the mix, and now you've got Bryce Young and and you got Bryce Young and and Levis, okay – now that number one overall pick becomes unbelievably valuable relative to the quarterbacks that are that are that are available. And if you were sitting there thinking, "Oh, we got if we don't get Bryce, we'll get CJ," yep. uh, uh, that that's gone too. So out, out the door. Uh, uh, there's a lot to watch. There is Monday is when he has. Uh, that's how he had. That's when he has to declare uh, for the draft by Monday. Joining us, the great Patty Smith, Harris County 
Houston Sports Authority. Uh, I mean, she is behind so many great events, especially this one. Two weeks away, Patty. Two weeks away. Let us know uh, the latest. Um, it's going great. Yes, it's under two weeks away. We are very excited about it. I have all of my, uh, everybody is confirmed. All my presenters are confirmed. It is going to literally be the night of the century on January 25th mm. at the Wortham. The night, night of the century. Can you give us, uh, can you give us any, any names that, uh, that are going to be, pre- that are there, they're going to be presenting, hosting, uh, that we can expect to see? Is that, is that yeah, public absolutely. info? It's public info. Come yes. On. That's how, that's how I sell tickets, giving public info. <laughs> um, yeah, absolutely. The night of the century um, stemmed around um, Elvin Hayes and the game of the century back in the late 60s. Um, Elvin is one of our Hall of Fame inductees, along with Calvin Murphy and Bruce Matthews. All of them, of course, will be there. Um, Rudy T will be presenting Calvin Murphy, along with a couple of really big surprise guests that I can't give away. Um, Don Chaney and Mayor Sylvester Turner will be uh, presenting Elvin Hayes. And all of the Matthews kids, all five boys, um, will be presenting uh, Bruce. So that's going to be pretty cool. Patty, I mean, what, what is Calvin Murphy going to have in store as an outfit for us? I cannot. I've seen it. I have seen it. No, is it? Is it? I have, can I look? Question: Rhinestones. Um, let's just say. So my color scheme for Night of the Century is basically a purple and gold, and he sort of played in with my color scheme. Mm. Oh my god! I call them, you know, all all the Hall of Famers get Hall of Fame jackets, and they're these you know a beautiful cream colored with a black and gold patch. And Calvin literally wanted his like rhinestone, and I'm I'm like, nope. <laughs> I was so, gonna say he go gets he's gonna have some sequins, some rhinestones going. Yeah, so his crazy jacket's gonna come off for this more subtle one, but he'll he'll be stellar. And then you guys mentioned host Alex Bregman is hosting yeah. the show, and um, Alex has just jumped in with both feet. He's excited about it. Um, he's just um, he he's all in. So it's it should be really cool. Well, Patty, since you mentioned Alex Bregman and being all in, I, I think it'd be a really good idea if you get him to come on Sports Radio 610 with Second us to man. push this this uh, this golden ticket a little bit. I mean, we'll be I'll give you a day or two to work that out, but uh, we'd love to we'd, we'd we'd be more than happy to allow uh, Bregman on our show to to push your event and your ticket sales here. I will shoot him a text to come on your show, but I guarantee by the time we hang up from this call, the golden ticket will be gone. I literally only have like forty one of them left. Oh man. And um, for those that don't know what the golden ticket is, if we only have 500 available, it's $100. It's like a raffle, $100 per ticket, only 500 are out there. And one winner, which will be drawn at Sports Awards, will win two season tickets to everything. Two season tickets to the Astros, to the Texans, to the Rockets, to the Dash, to the Dynamo, even to the upcoming rodeo, the Sabercats. We've got a suite at an Astros game, a suite at a Rockets game, food and beverage included. Um, Texas Bowl, everything you can think of in Houston, it's two season tickets to all of it. So, um, and all of the proceeds to that go to Brothers in Arms, which is um, diversity scholarships. Pro- you know that uh, Andre Ware, Vince Young, and Warren Moon uh, founded Brothers in Arms, and all the proceeds go to fund the scholarships. Amazing! You've done this uh, each year. Once again, the winner will receive a pair of season tickets, two of them, to all home games and events during the twenty 2020- twenty. The 2023-24 season, again, the Texans, Astros, Rockets, Dynamo Dash, Sabercats, and the Houston Livestock Show and Rodeo as well. Uh, and one pair of tickets to the Texas Bowl as well. So, I mean, this is this is an amazing package 
uh, that that you guys do. And you said you only got about forty left. I literally have forty-one right, of them left. Now. Thirty-nine sportsauthorityfoundation.org is where you get them. So I, I'll definitely, I'll tell you, I'll still try to get Alex for you, but um, you'll have to just talk about the show in general because those will probably be gone. Patty, you better tell Alex to come on now. Don't don't be don't be uh, don't yeah. be slick now. You better yeah. tell Alex to come on. Just we had a lot. Yeah, we had, going. we had a hey. lot of fun with Hannah Storm. So yeah, yeah, yeah. The show didn't piss her off, so we're we're he's on it when it, when you set it up, it usually shows on his best behavior, so it's good. What what is that again? Sports Authority. Give, give me that uh, website one more time, Patty. SportsAuthorityFoundation.org. That is money. And also, on, on top of all those tickets that show mentioned, there's one Houston Astros game suite for 12 guests and one Houston Rockets game suite for 12 guests. There, there, there's nowhere else in the business, if you're a sports fan, a Houston sports fan, there's nowhere else in the business you can get any, anywhere close to that for 100 bucks, folks. So sports, is it sports with an S or just sport? Sports with an S. Sports, Sports with an S. Foundation. Remember who you're talking to here, Patty. We, it's, it's, I'm, I'm pretty simple-minded <laughs> now. SportsAuthorityFoundation.org. Org. There we go. Everybody uh, get on that. We've got 39 of them left, so get on it. Pa- Patty, we appreciate it, girl. Hey, thanks for having me on. All right, thank you. That's Patty Smith. Under two weeks away as the Houston Sports Awards get going. One of the great events here. Uh, one of the uh, the great, not just sports events, but great events in the city each and every year. Coming up, I'd say the fan favorite for most, D'Amico Ryans. I think that's where a lot of people want the Texans to go. He spoke about being a head coach candidate, and you don't want to miss what he had to say. That's coming up next right here on The Drive. Live from the Twin Peaks studios, Sports Radio 610 presents The Drive with Sterner and Hughley. Third and six, Raiders from their 24, punch formation to the left. Alvis Witted to the wide side right. Brooks under center, back to pass, big heavy rush, and he's sacked. Brought down as D'Amico Ryans came blasting through. Mm, boy, that was that was a blast for the pass right there, right? D'Amico Ryans, obviously the, uh, the former Texan. Um... Right? Like, you've seen it. You guys both follow the, the Texans fans beat. He he would be the number one candidate for, for Texans fans, the fan favorite. I, I think, I think even, that's very fair to say. Even, yeah. over, even over Sean Payton. I think just from Texans fans in general. Yes. Yeah, I think it's fair. I think D'Amico would be the, the top candidate. At least anytime we, we speak about Sean Payton, that is, that is what I'm seeing a ton of. Um, obviously, he wouldn't cost any draft capital as well, I think, which makes him even more appealing to many. But uh, he spoke, and, uh, and you know, as they get ready to play the Seahawks coming up, defensive coordinator, he speaks. You know he's going to get a lot of, uh, of questions about potentially being a head coaching candidate because people have re- requested, including the Texans, interviews with him. This was him uh, talking about being mentioned as a, uh, a head coaching candidate. It's very... You know, humbling be able to get requests for head coaching interviews. It's humbling when you think about a lot of guys who coached before me and a lot of guys put in a lot of years. Like I think about guys like that, you know, truly being able to go represent for them. And that's what it means. It means a lot for the other guys that have been before me. And it's special, special to be able to be in a select group, to have head coaching interviews and people requesting. It is uh, it's a special moment. It's a proud moment. And I'm very thankful and grateful just to be spoken of in that light. So I'm very, very humble, very grateful for those opportunities. 
That's D'Amico Ryan's uh, former Texan, current defensive coordinator for the San Francisco 49ers, and somebody the Texans have requested to interview for. And Clint, I think both of us would agree Sean Payton, Sean Payton would be our plan A. Like if you sit down and ask, okay, if you're if you are the McNairs, what's your plan A? That the thing you're gonna go after, Sean Payton would be the plan A. Right? We've discussed that. You, I know you agree with that as well. Absolutely, wholehearted. For me, my plan B would be D'Amico Ryan's. My plan B would be bringing in D'Amico Ryan's because I do think, I think not just as a defensive coach and anyone I've talked to, especially Wade and other people, like that is a guy that can command the locker room, would be the leader type, and obviously we know he's a talented guy and creative guy defensively. My plan B, D'Amico Ryan's, I know you're going to love this. Very similar to the Robert Sala situation, mm-hmm. D'Amico Ryan's, and then bring in uh, a coach from that offensive tree, the the Kubiak, McVay, Kyle Shanahan tree. That that would be my plan B. If I cannot get Sean Payton, because as I said yesterday, you're going to be getting a quarterback, a new starting quarterback, probably a young starting quarterback. There is no person that I would feel more comfortable working with than Sean Payton. That's why he'd be my number one. Number two, I do believe D'Amico, D'Amico Ryan's would be a perfect fit here, understanding the McNairs, understanding Houston. I think it would mean something to him as well being here. He would that would be that scenario would be my second my my plan B. What is that your plan B? Is D'Amico, would D'Amico be your plan B behind Sean Payton? No, nah, he wouldn't be my plan B. I'm I'm too I'm too I'm too uh, deep into this uh, committed to this offensive minded You're coach serious. thing. I, I I would prefer one of the one of the other offensive. Mind- Look, I'm going to assume that w- for this conversation that we're that all of these guys are alphas that can that can command respect in a locker room. Yeah, like yeah. I mean, if they, they I don't care what he does. I don't care if he's a former special teams coach, offensive minded coach, or defensive minded coach. If he can't command the locker room, then hell, he, he I mean, he's going to have to be one of the best to ever call plays in order to have success and lead a program, especially here uh, with Nick Casario being involved, right? Um, if he's so, Nathaniel Hackett, it ain't going to work. Yeah, yeah, no, no, it's not going to work. If you if if you're not a leader of men, if you're not an alpha, like a legit alpha, if you don't have the ability to stand up on the table when Nick or or, or anybody tries to tries to, to to do something silly and say, no, nah, we ain't doing that and move on. If you don't have the ability to walk in the locker room and command respect from the team uh, immediately, uh, then then you don't need to be the head coach in Houston. So I'm going to assume all of, the, all of the, the candidates that are taken serious have that X factor that D'Amico Rines apparently has, according to people uh, that know him. I, here, the, the deal is that scares me, we've talked about this, is now you've got a defensive-minded head coach that's hiring an offensive coordinator that is is young in, young in the tooth, if you will, and upcoming or hasn't been a, given an opportunity to get a head job, and you're going to lean into that guy to help you decide what quarterback you want to draft. I don't know any defensive-minded guys that have spent all of their time on the defensive side of the football that, that specialize in defensive football that then can flip around and evaluate, uh, analyze, uh, ultimately pick a, a a quarterback, and and I'm talking about all the specifics of what a quarterback needs from a skill set to the supporting cast to what the quarterback room needs to look like to to everything, the kind the way he needs to fit into an offense. Maybe one of these defensive-minded guys can do it. Maybe I'm not giving them enough credit, but I absolutely know an offensive-minded guy would be able to do that. So when you bring in, when you bring in D'Amico Rhines, just saying, well, 
He's going to bring in a guy from this system. I cannot help but think about what's going on in New York right now with the Jets. Think about, we've learned a little bit more about that situation, right? The guy that was a defensive coordinator with the 49ers. Robert Sala. Before D'Amico Rines was Robert Sala. Great defensive-minded coach. Great head leader of men. Yada, yada, all that. He's done, he's, he, he went to New York and he's done that. He took an offensive coordinator out of, I believe he was out of the San Francisco 49ers system, it's, wasn't it's, 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 it's LaFleur's brother. Yeah, yeah. So so he he takes exactly what D'Amico Rines would be coming from, from a scheme perspective, from a philosophy perspective. From a, a, it would be the same approach that New York took. And what happened in New York, right? They chose the wrong quarterback. And so now LaFleur, the offensive coordinator, he's gone. Zach Wilson, I don't know how. I mean, he's got a steep, steep climb to, to all of a sudden become the alpha that you need that quarterback to be. Now they've announced they're going to retain their quarterback coach. So now what they're going to do is go out there, the Jets are, the Jets are going to go out there and hire an offensive coordinator. That is is solely responsible for wrapping his offense around Zach Wilson, the starting quarterback, and he is going to be tasked with wrapping his offense around a guy that he didn't pick, that 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 to this point hadn't been able to play his, himself out of a wet paper sack in the NFL. Um, he's been injured. Um, his confidence has been been knocked a couple of different times here. Regardless of what the franchise says, he's been benched for for Mike White of all people. Um, and Mike's great. I'm just saying Mike's a journeyman. Mike's not a guy anybody's going to depend on as a starter. And so now that situation's created on the offensive side of the football. They couldn't have played any better on the defensive side of the football. Couldn't have played any better. They had two quarterbacks throw for 300-plus yards on them this year. Joe Burrow, and I can't believe – I can't remember who the other one was. But, they, I mean, they, defensively, their rookie defensive back – I think I read the other day where, where Sauce Gardner had 54 total yards when he was in man-to-man defense, and he played a lot of man-to-man defense. 54 total yards caught on him for the, with, with receivers. I mean, they couldn't have played any better on defense. But when, you're off, when your quarterback's not playing well, when you don't have that position figured out, when your play calling obviously wasn't ideal, the development obviously wasn't ideal because they're parting ways of their offensive coordinator, when you don't have that figured out, even if you hit on your head coach, you still got major, major problems. That's what scares me, show, about a defensive-minded head coach, and even more so with D'Amico Ryans being – I mean, the, the the idea, the approach would be I, exactly what New York did. And the most recent example we have, it's 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 falling apart in New York. You could say that. You use that example. I'll go, it's exactly what the Bills did. Sean McDermott, a defensive coordinator, and he's he's now through his second offensive coordinator. And, yeah, he, got, he has Josh Allen, but uh, and that's a big piece of it. But we've seen it work. Tomlin has made it work for 18 years or however long he's been in Pittsburgh. I, 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 it's a fair assessment. It's a, it's a fair thing. Um, and I, I'm not going to say and Miami is another ex- example with, with, with Brian Flores where that was a struggle as well for him to be able to find offenses to match it. Yeah, there are some, there are some issues that, that, can, that can happen there. But for me, um, I think he is one unique with this fan base. And we have seen it work as well. There is examples like with Buffalo right now who has been a, a favorite there. Uh, and, and Pittsburgh there. There are other teams like uh, the Chargers who have a diff- defensive-minded coach to be able to find the right offensive guy. Yes, you would love to have a, a an offensive genius person type of guy that, that always has control of his system. That's why Sean Payton is one of probably my, my, a, uh, uh, my plan A. But to me, D'Amico Ryans, I think, also is a, a – looks like a great fit to be a head coach. 
And you also don't want to run into getting the offensive guy and looking like the Denver Broncos and who have a great defense, but they uh, they got an offensive guy that is yeah. not able to handle being a head coach yeah. like Nathaniel Hackett. It, it, so I think there's examples both ways. Yeah, I, I think there, here's the deal. There's examples both ways, and if you miss either way, it's bad. So the conversation has to be, okay, the, the convers- to me the conversation has to be, okay, if you hit, which one's better? Which one's be- which which pitch is better to swing at? The offensive coordinator, offensive minded head coach or the defensive minded head coach? If if I swing at the offensive minded head coach and I hit it right, I got my head coach right, I got my play caller right, and I've at the very least got a guy that that 100% understands what the quarterback room needs to look like in order to have success. I've got a guy that at least is not only the guy that says that's the quarterback that I want, but but he he's he is specifically tasked with building his offense and making that work. Whereas you swing on a defensive minded head coach, if you hit and he's an alpha and he's a head coach, you get him and a defensive play caller. Uh, to me, the in today's game, the more important the more important side of the football is offensive. The most important position in the game is quarterback, and obviously. The, the head coach is, is the most important position in all of sports in terms of, of coaching. If I can take one swing and hit all three of those, I would rather, I would prefer to do that. Now, if, if the defensive-minded guys are far and, a, far and above, uh, you know, the, the offensive-minded guys relative to being head coach and being alphas, and you're so – okay, so be it. Let's move on. I understand. Look, you left Bill Belichick off the mat, off the list. He's well, a defensive-minded – Well, I mean, I don't like to count him. Well, I mean, Tomlin. He's he went unfair. Tomlin. I mean, he's one of the greatest I mean, ever. But Bill is, Bill is the greatest. Of, he's yeah. unfair. Like yeah. that guy. That that would. But, I like to leave the Patriots. But to your but to your point, I mean that 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 was those were grand slams. They hit him out of the park. And so, um, look, I, I just I understand. There's there's examples of both. I'm just gonna swing at the. I'm, I'm gonna swing at the pitch that I feel like I can hit. I can hit completely out of the ballpark. And and if I do, if I get good contact, then. Then I got I can feel three positions and have a really good understanding of that quarterback position. Yeah, it's just, it, you're right. I mean, I mean, you you could miss. You could be Cliff Kingsbury. You could be you damn right Nathaniel Hackett, but it, it can also go the other way. So we'll see what happens. That that'd be my plan. My plan. I, I, I'm, I'm with the big though. I like that. All right. Um. All right, Clint. Clint Sterner's football at hey. four coming up. I know. Hey. The, uh, I got an announcement to make. Oh God. I got an announcement. Is this gonna involve? Is this gonna involve John McClain as well? Oh, McClain's in there, isn't he? He is. He's in there. But I would love to still hear the announcement every Friday. Is there? Is there? Is there a thought though? Can we? Can we? Can we confront him about the sliding chair thing? Oh hell yes! First question I'm asking. I mean, I just want to know. See, I don't think he. I don't think John realizes. I think it's just happening. I don't oh, think. I don't I, think John just sit, got up in there and, and sits himself down and said, "You know what the hell with." Well, sorry. Oh, I, I feel like I think I think it, I think in that moment John McClain feels like the big man on campus. Does his shirt? I wonder if his shirt slides up because sometimes when I slide down, my shirt slides up I, on me. That's one thing I've never done with John. I've never seen the bottom of, of John's belly, and a lot of big fellas they they, they they'll, that thing will hang out and don't, they don't even know it. Mm. I can't remember if I've seen the bottom of yours or not. You haven't seen the? I don't know if you have. I saw the bottom of a, of, a, of a fella yesterday in our in our uh, staff meeting that that asked a question. I saw the bottom of that one. I did. I did. It was nice. But I saw the bottom of that one. First time <laughs> there. All right, man. John McClay coming up. Yeah, next. and I got a big time announcement too. Tune in is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively sports. Got clock at four. Doncic. 
The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for well-qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts.